Hey y'all, welcome to welcome <laughs> back to Start Somewhere. Somewhere. I'm Brooklyn and we hope you enjoyed our last episode about fear, anxiety, and depression. It was super intense and we dove right into the Bible to get all our info. So we hope you got something out of it. I'm Piper and this week's episode is all about um, sex, really about how sex is only supposed to be used in marriage or like how sex is supposed to be used, how God intended it and what it does to you if you use it wrongly and not in God's timing. Yeah, we're going to get really deep in this episode. We're going to go to the Bible and we're going to have a lot of good advice for y'all and Mm -hmm. maybe stuff like we wish we should have done like or just advice in general Mm -hmm. of what we have done and also this is kind of like last episode where it was it's not just necessarily us giving you what scripture says and not knowing what it's like to struggle because both of us have struggled and we've done some wrong things yeah for sure so yeah so (laughs) i think we're just gonna get started yeah so what do we want to talk about first do we want to talk about first how we, how our, like, the differences between our sex talks oh, yes. from our parents? Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's you talk about go that. first. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, I, like, I had my, like, first sex talk in, uh, when I was going in the middle school, and it was only because we were going into Element Youth, and, um, they would talk about that back there, and they wanted us to know what it was, so they explained, um... One of the verses, like, when a man and a woman um, become one flesh, like, they gave, my mom gave me that verse and kind of explained it like that and how, like, in marriage you become one and then, like, she explained what it was and she basically said it was, like, a soul tie and it was good only within um, marriage. So, she just said, like, don't do it unless you're married, pretty much. So that's how mine went. See, mine, I basically got it my whole life. <clears throat> and it was short and simple and very few words. Are you ready? Yeah. Sex is bad. Wait until you're married. Oh, wow. Growing up, sex was always very bad. And you're not supposed to do it till you're married. And my mom always said, just wait till marriage. Like, sex isn't good. Just wait till marriage. Yeah. And, which is wrong. <laughs> I mean, you should <laughs> wait till marriage, but sex is not bad. Um, And so... Basically, I'm going to out myself, but, like, as a teenager, when your parent tells you not to do something, you want to do do it. it. So, guess what I did? Yeah. I had sex as a very young teenager and definitely have dealt with the consequences since then. But, um, like, definitely how how we got different sex talks, I think, has an impact on who, like, how How, you go about. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay. Yeah. So, um... Oh, wait, also, I want to give this statistic really quick. 50% of kids before they graduate high school have had a sexual experience. 50% of kids... That's insane. ...have had some type of sexual experience before they graduate high school. That's crazy. And so, as me being part of that 50%, it's really sad because, you know, back in the day, I feel like people definitely waited until they were married. Yeah. And I think it's so sad that, like, sex is just so, like, normal. Mm-hmm. And, like, people just do it because they think it's fun and, like, that there aren't consequences and they don't know yeah. how it is supposed to be used. Well, and if you look back at it, 
like, all these people in high school, like, everyone in the high school, I feel like, has a high sex drive. Oh, yeah. And then you look back in the 70s, 80s, and see when people were getting getting married. They were getting married at 13 and 14 years Mm -hmm. old. And I'm like, that's when they're having, like, a sex drive. I'm sure they waited until they were married. That's probably why they got married when they were so young. Also, um, I have this thing right here really quick. Hold on. It's basically, like, you're going to continue to have these, like, sexual urges. They're not just going to go away. You can't pray them away. Like, God put them there for a reason. Like, he gives you the desires of your heart. Yeah. And you... Just, you need to pray for self-control. Like, you get those urges for self-control, but you can't get self-control alone. You have to have God give you the self-control and God help you through the self-control. And that is how you overcome these, yeah. like, sexual urges. Um, Yeah, like, pray for self-control. Like, don't mm-hmm. pray for the desire to go away. Because you want that desire when you get married. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is really good. God... Uh, this is from Pastor Mike Todd, by the way, but God isn't obsessed with your habit. He's obsessed with your heart, and he will help you change your habits. So, like, oh, yeah, if your habit is sex or, like, anything sexual, Yeah, like, he doesn't care about your habit necessarily. He cares mm-hmm. about your heart. He wants to change your heart. And once he changes your heart, he'll help you change your habit. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, also, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can start. Uh, so, what do we want to do now? <laughs> I don't know. I have a whole bunch of stuff. I now. was, I lost my train of thought earlier. Okay, well, also, when people are, when you're having sex before marriage, like, sexual immora- impurity doesn't just come alone. Like, with sexual impurity, it changes your heart, and it, like, it brings lies and deception and doubt within yourself because yeah. going on to into soul ties really quick, when you have sex with somebody you're not supposed to have sex with, you feel every single thing that they're feeling. So say whoever you're having sex with is mad or sad, you're going to feel mad and sad yeah. like with them because you're joining, your, your two fleshes are becoming one. Yeah, that's literally what is happening. Mm-hmm. Let me try to find the verse... It's also basically being the same thing as being unequally yoked, like. Oh, so here's um, a verse that explains, like, what, um, like, you're not just flesh, you're spirit. It's Romans 8, 9. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If, in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. So, it's basically saying, like, it's not just physical what's going on with you. It's, like, spiritual. Oh, yeah. You're not just connecting physically. Having sex is is connecting emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So, say you're doing the deed with someone who is atheist. Well, you're going to feel all those feelings that he's having even if you believe in God. Yeah, for sure. And, like, God designed sex to be, like, beautiful within Mm -hmm. marriage. Yes. Like, sex was God's idea. In Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 28, it says, be fruitful and multiply. That was, like, the first commandment for Eve and Adam together. Like, yeah, he made sex for a reason. Like, that's not saying... Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to find this one verse. Uh, okay, so 
Oh, here's one. So it's First Corinthians six fourteen. Um, by his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with the prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unites himself with the prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said, the two will become one flesh. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Mm -hmm. So that's just like a direct verse of saying that if you have sex before marriage or in marriage, like sex at all, you're literally becoming one with that person. Mm -hmm. Also, um, this kind of ties along with that, but 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 through um, 10, it says, Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither will sexual, sexually immoral, nor adulterers, nor adulterers. Oh, my goodness, sorry, <laughs> those men, those words are so complicated. Basically, um, or whoever have sex with men, so nor men who have sex with men, and yeah. then nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers, nor will inherit the kingdom of God. And then verse 11 goes on to say, and that is what some of you were. So some people, including myself, were wrongdoers, and I was sexually immoral before, obviously yeah. before marriage. And then it says, but you were washed, you were sanctified, and you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. So... Like, you know, he washes I, away your yeah. sins. So, say you have had sex before marriage. It's not the end of the world, obviously. Like, you can change. You can ask for uh, forgiveness. You can repent yeah. and change from your ways. But hopefully this episode will touch someone who hasn't yet had sex before yeah. marriage. And they're thinking about it. And then this will just... And, like, with our sex talks, like, if you're one of those persons, too, that, like, didn't have much detail, just, like, sex is bad, don't do it. Um, it's not just a thing you do. No. Like, that's what we're trying to explain. Yes, like, every time you have sex with somebody, it takes a piece of you, and it goes away. So, like, yeah. say you have sex with so-and-so, one, and a piece of you is gone. Then you go and have sex with a number two, and then yeah, that piece, of, piece of, you of you is gone. gone. And so then, not all of you is going to be there completely when you and your husband or your wife meet. Yeah. Because like you you're going to have pieces of you walking all over the world. Like, you want to give your whole body to your, like, future husband or yeah. wife. And it makes you think, like, how much society today is pushing for, like, sexual immorality. Yeah. Like, Because the world... they say it's natural. Yeah. And that's there for a reason. Like, you have those body... Like, obviously, we do have our body parts for a reason. They yeah. are there for a reason, but not the reason that the world has said that they're there for. Like, the world is so sinful, and anything the world tells you, you have to, like, think about it at least. Be like, is this true? Because yes. literally everything the world is going to tell you is pretty much a lie and it's all, a sin. it's all Satan. The world like, is sin. So, earlier I saw things like, Satan wants to pervert the things that are good so you can think that it is bad. So, Satan has perverted sex and yeah. makes everybody think it's bad and then, like, you desire, like, you want to do it. Yeah. Because... Do you think, like, if you didn't, if you had more explanation before, like, do you think you would have waited? I think... Probably just because yeah. like 
I've gone you through You probably would have had a more better chance. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would have definitely thought through it a little. Through like, it. Like, once the opportunity came up, I did it. Like, yeah. there wasn't any thinking at all. I was like, oh, yep. Yeah. Let's jump into it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know that sounds so bad, but I didn't know. You didn't have the information. No. You like, didn't I, know just, it was I just thought it was bad. Yeah. And my mom had always asked, she's like, are you going to wait until you're married? And I was all, I always lied to her. I'm not even kidding. I yeah. said, yeah, I'll wait till marriage. And I knew wholeheartedly that that is, that was not something I was going to do. Yeah. And, and that is so sad to think. Like, I, when I think about that, I don't want my kids to go through that. Yeah. Because, like, the heartache that it has brought me and, like, the feelings that it gives. Because you're not supposed to, like, even in the Bible it says don't even get a divorce unless someone, like, cheats on you. Yeah. Adultery. So, like, when you're married, you have the soul tie. So, if you do it before marriage... You're basically married to that person. Yes. So, back in the day, marriage wasn't, you know, like, a whole full-on wedding ceremony with, by everybody there. Marriage was basically sex, so... Um, sorry, I know I interrupted you, but no, you're when good. Past, Pastor Mike Todd said, when you have sex with somebody outside of marriage, you're saying, I do, without the covenant. So, yeah. marriage is a covenant. Yes. Like, yeah, and, like, divorcing is just as, like, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And so, you basically were, like, divorcing, like, so yeah. many people, and, like, no wonder like, it caused so much, like, I wouldn't say, like, maybe trauma but like pain pain, heartache and pain pain. yeah like how many people are you married to that's That's a a good good question question. yeah how many people are you married to yeah because every single person you've had sex with is going to have a part of you for the rest of your life and you're going to have a part of them for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. and so I think I've talked to you about this before but like sometimes I wonder like can I still still feel how they're feeling like yeah because it's a soul tie. Because it was tie. a soul tie, yeah. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you have been told, like, something else, or I guess, like, sex is bad, don't do it, or, um, I'm trying to think of, like, something else that's, like, a lie. Or, like, if someone says, like, sex isn't a soul tie, like, what the world mm-hmm. tells you, um, like, just do it, it's natural, all this stuff, well... First, like, you need to get into the Word Mm -hmm. and read the truth of what the Bible says. Because I found this really good quote from a podcast. She said, it takes being familiar with the truth to call out a lie. So, if you're just sitting in all these lies, it's hard to call out what is a lie. Yeah, yeah, what's the truth? So, you have to get into the truth, the Bible. take yourself out of whatever you're associating yourself with and look at a different perspective and then figure out what's the truth and what's the lie. So yeah. you need to get into the word and look through everything that you're doing through God's perspective and see how he views it. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And then um there is another verse. Uh I guess the did you already say the one where the man leaves? So, it's Ephesians 5, 31. No, but I do have that one. It says, For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Mm -hmm. So, 
it's crazy because like even marriage is a profound mystery like in the bible like it's talking about christ in the church Mm -hmm. like it's a representation marriage is yeah because when you're married like when we've also talked about this when you (laughs) leave like when we die and we go to heaven we're not gonna be married to the spouse we were on earth like we are married to jesus we are jesus's like bridegroom yeah so yeah and like god designed us so uniquely to be like with man and women Mm -hmm. together um i'll just like read this little thing um each of us have a complete respiratory system a digestive system and a nervous system but our bodies only consist of one half of a reproductive system that's because god made us male and female as complementary parts of the image of god it is no accident that the first command given those god made in the image of god male and female was to be fruitful and multiply that's in genesis i told you i read that one Our bodies have a wonderful design stamped into us at creation that can only be fully experienced through the mystery of marriage. Yeah, that's good. I love that. I I never thought about that until, like, I obviously I read that verse earlier, but I never looked at it from this perspective. Like, we do only, each of us only have one half of Of the reproductive reproductive system. system. Like, you can't reproduce alone. Yeah. That's, like, we need the other person. That's awesome. And just, like, even, like, with abortion, it's her body, whatever. (laughs) It didn't didn't take you only to make that baby. It take two people. You only have one half of a reproductive system. system. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, I just kind of want to go back to what you asked me earlier about, like, if I was given, if I was given a different sex talk, would I have waited? So, I think... I mean, obviously, I don't know, but I also feel like, obviously, what I'm about to say is not me condoning sex before marriage because I highly feel that you should wait, but I feel also that me having sex when I did has also made me into who I am because I've had to learn and grow and, like... and it made you stronger. Yeah, and it has really, like, grown my relationship with Christ, but um, when I think about... What I did before marriage, obviously, it really kind of hurts my heart a lot because I think about my future kids and I do not want them to go through the pain and the suffering that I've been through having and like, I don't know, it just makes me want to be better for my kids Mm -hmm. and like break the generational curse of sex before marriage because like yeah your sin is can also go on to your kids sin and that is not something i want for my kids at all like the struggle the pain that's true so i definitely think that when i have kids they will be getting a much different sex talk than what i got yeah for sure because sex isn't bad but it is bad when you use it in the wrong yeah way that's yeah for real because like the church now i hate how they just say like sex is bad and they make it sound terrible yeah and it's like a like sex is a scary word like yes, nobody says so that word because it's church. inappropriate and uh, yeah and we need to like talk about it more because it's actually so so good yes. within marriage yes like and it's, it's god's design yeah it's so important to talk about sex before marriage or sex at all in church because Kids don't know, and their parents, like my parent, didn't they give me the te- yeah, they yeah. didn't give me the talk or whatever. 
So yeah, exactly. I definitely think it needs to be talked more about in church, especially in youth church, because yeah. obviously that's when kids are like that's when all their hormones are raging Literally. and like they're hitting puberty and they're feeling all these things that they've never felt yeah. before and they don't know what to do with and it. They can't like and they just think. go with what they don't think. Yeah, they just go with what their body says. The first instinct their body says yeah. is like yeah, let's go have sex. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and they just do it because their hearts are deceitful and they're, they don't know. Yeah, I totally agree. And, like, we went over, like, soul ties and what those were. Um, like, just sexual sin. Um, we can also go, like, into more detail about, like, other things people say. Okay. Uh, do you want to do that? Yeah. Or did you have any more? No, I think I've kind of said everything. You I think ahead. so, too. So, what do you think about living together before marriage? I think, um, so before, before I knew God and I was yeah. doing all these bad things, all these things, um, I thought it was fine, like, whatever. <laughs> but, no, now that I know God and, like, everything, no, I don't think it's good because also in that podcast we listened to with Alex Clark and the pastor... Yeah. Um, he said that the pastor was like, if you live with your partner before marriage and y'all aren't having sex, say it's a slight chance you aren't yeah. having sex, then are you really meant for each other? Because like, that'd be so tempting. Yeah. Because if you're with the person you want to be like, you'll just like want to do yeah. it with them. And then like, say when you get married that night, it's going to be like no different than any other night. Yeah. And you're supposed to like, like marriage, like. You go on your honeymoon, and then you come back and live to get, like, together. Yeah. And that's something new. Yeah. I think that you should not live with your significant other until after you're married. Because, I agree. like, for you and Peyton, that was y'all's first time ever spending the night together. Like, yeah. the, y'all's wedding night. That was the yeah. first time y'all had ever spent the night yeah. together. And, like, it was so you, weird because I'm, like, yeah. I feel like we should be with people. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's an exciting thing because it's yeah. a new experience for the both of you. It's not, like your everyday life i know yeah i totally agree okay on to the next question on to the next question so so when people say um they probably hear all this stuff um like it's a soul tie and wait before you're married married and if they disagree they'll be like well don't you test drive a car before you buy the car Okay, so I saw that on your thing, and I was like, what the heck does that mean? Like, because she just has test drive a car, and I was so confused. Do you know what that but means? yes. Yes. People always say, like... We'll have sex to try it out yes. first. No, don't do that. Like, don't you t- test drive a car yeah. before you buy it? Well, like, you're not buying, and this is, like, someone's life. <laughs> this is your life you're talking about. For one, that's the worst oh metaphor. <laughs> wow, that... I've never heard that before. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say something I forgot. Okay, for one, me and Peyton waited until we were married, and it was so worth it. And some people even say like, it won't be worth it to wait, like test drive first, and then no. But like, say you do test drive first, yeah, and then like you figure out, like you start to figure out what you like and don't like. But then you sometimes that brings you not being comfortable with each other because but like within marriage I don't know I feel like okay this is what's so like perfect about marriage is because like when you like you can 
you have so much time to practice. Like, mm-hmm. you literally have, like, forever <laughs> eternity. And, like, y'all were made for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's a covenant. And you can't break the covenant. Mm-hmm. So, it makes you, like, knowing the fact that that person isn't going to leave you just makes it so easy to be comfortable with yeah. them. Yeah. And so, like, from my experience, I haven't always been, like, the most comfortable comfortable because yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) obvious reasons um I think sex before marriage like I said earlier it brings like lies and deceitfulness and doubt and so it makes you doubt your self-image because whoever you're having sex with before you have met your husband or your wife it makes you feel like you doubt the way you look it makes you be insecure and like you're just not comfortable yeah and I don't know that's another reason you should just wait. And if you think it's, like, not possible, like, there's no way. There is a way. Yeah. Me and Peyton did it. Yeah. Working over here waited a good 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. If Brooklyn it, can do it, you can do it. Literally. And it's, like, not something to be ashamed about. It's something to be proud about. Yes, and if you're not with people, somebody. not many people can do yeah. that. And if you're with somebody who doesn't respect your wishes, yeah. uh, don't be with them. Or do if they don't have the same that. values as you, they don't have the same wishes as you, then they're not the one. Yeah, literally. Because and you're, Set boundaries, mm-hmm, too, yes. in dating. Yeah. So, like, obviously I'm resaving myself. And so that's yeah. been, like, a big concern for me, like, having to have this talk yeah. <laughs> like yeah I'm resaving myself so then I'm outing myself that I've already had sex with somebody else and that is kind of like embarrassing but I hope that whoever like obviously whoever I'm gonna marry is gonna be okay with that and they're gonna yeah. be like well at least like now we're, we're waiting together like yeah. you've been saving yourself and so they That's have true. the same values as me and they understand yeah yeah I agree. basically Whoever you're going to marry is going to value you and is going to value your morals, your everything, and they're going to make you feel comfortable. And And you shouldn't be scared to talk about these things. Yeah, don't be scared, especially in dating, because, like, marriage is so important. And, like, you have to make sure you're equally yoked with Mm -hmm. that person. Yep. And you have to make sure you all have, like, the right um, morals um having the political same political beliefs yes that's what i was about to say having the same morals political beliefs like Religion. biblical beliefs everything that and is so them, important yeah and ask them if they want kids yeah some people will get married they don't know anything about them and they're just like yeah i don't want kids yeah and then they get a divorce because yeah. they didn't realize that person like you need to kids. have these talks before you're even engaged like don't be in a relationship for so long where you think you want to marry this person. Then you start having these conversations and the y'all, you figure talks. it out that y'all want nothing of the same. Well, then you just wasted a year of your life or two years of your life dating yeah. this person when y'all don't even want the same thing. Yeah, and don't date just to date. Yeah, like date to marry. Yes, that is the best advice I can give you is like date to marry. Because I saw Peyton and I was just like, he is a good person. <laughs> So then I started dating him, and I was like, this could be my future husband. I actually knew it when he asked me, because in the video, I put up my left hand. (laughs) This is the cutest video ever. (laughs) I I remember when y'all started dating. Really? We weren't even friends, but I remember. (laughs) That's hilarious. My first boyfriend. Yep. 
And Priscus. First everything. Go I know. So proud. <laughs> Got it in one. <laughs> oh, oh, glad you said that. Because God has a one only plan for us. And I wrote this down and I forgot about uh-huh. it. But um, one God, one man, one woman, one marriage, one sex partner, one flesh, one lifetime, one picture. That is what God wants for you. Oh, dang. A life of ones. Yeah, that's awesome. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not you... one kid. I want multiple kids. Yeah. <laughs> he says to be fruitful and multiply. I want however many kids God tells me to have. Literally. Like, I'll keep having them till yeah. I'm 80. Um, let me see if there's any more. Oh, so purity culture saying that sex is bad, like, within the church. I guess we already talked about that. I think that's to- toxic. Yeah. The purity culture. Because they'll compare us to, like, roses oh. and pieces oh, of yeah, gum. Oh, yeah, like, um, Catholics compare, like, to roses. Oh, like, really? when you, you peel a piece yes. of the rose away, like, so say you have sex with one person, you take a petal off the rose. Yeah. And then every time you have sex, you take another yeah, petal another off the petal rose. Off. And it's like, well, this is, you were beautiful once. Yes. And then every time you. Like, now you're a piece of trash. Yeah, now you're ugly. And yeah. your husband doesn't want that. Yeah. Which is not true. Like yeah. I said earlier, like, even if you have sexually sinned or done bad things in your life before you meet your husband or before you get married, those things aren't going to matter to him. Like, he's going to care about the you now, not the past you. Like, quit do- dwelling in the past and move on to the future. Yeah. Like, let go and let God. And God is, like, a forgiving God, and he'll completely wash away your sins mm-hmm. and make you whole and clean again. Yep. So... Uh, that's why I disagree with the rose petal story. Okay, so another way to, like, let go of this sexual sin and stuff, um, I just remembered, is, um, this is a great verse. It's John 3.30. He must become greater and I must become less. So God has to become greater in your life and you have to become less in order to get through the sexual sin you're going through. Yeah. And... When we give ourselves to one another in marriage, we reflect the gospel in ways we can't comprehend, but since in our most fulfilling moments. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you weren't very loud. So, when we give ourselves to one another in marriage, we reflect the gospel in ways we can't comprehend, just like the Christ and the church. Like, they're becoming, like, one. Yeah. And, but we sense it in our most fulfilling moments. <laughs> I couldn't hear you the first time. I don't know if that made sense, guys. And sorry if my voice sounds weird. I've been sick. And I'm really trying not to cough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else? Oh, yes. Here is proof that the Bible thinks sex is good. This is crazy that this is in the bible it's kind of funny it's proverbs 5 18 through 19 may your fountain be blessed and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth a loving doe a graceful deer may her breasts satisfy you always (laughs) may you ever be intoxicated by with her love I can't believe that's in the bible I've never heard that before really no I've never no I read that once while reading Proverbs, and I was like, what? (laughs) I mean, all that up there, but that's not Proverbs. That's, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, anything else? I, I've said everything that I want to say. So God wants you to be satisfied within your marriage. Yes. And don't withhold in your marriage either. Yeah. Like, y'all are one. Mm-hmm. What's yours is mine. What's yours is mine. <laughs> but we hope that you got something from this episode, and maybe you are living in a life of sexual impurity or immorality, Um, and this is your sign to, like, back out of that like get out of that life yeah there's always forgiveness yeah yep that's what i love about god yeah but like don't take his forgiveness for granted and like and and keep keep, doing it yeah keep doing it because one of my i'm not really friends with her anymore like we're acquaintances but um one time we were talking and she's like yeah like i do that but then i ask for forgiveness and i do it again like i know that i have a forgiving god so like what's the point and yeah. stopping because I know that he'll forgive me, which, I mean, at the time I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> funny, but no, <laughs> don't take his forgiveness for granted because every time that you ask for forgiveness and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. And then you do it, that like breaks his heart. That is sad. I know. Like, and you sometimes I feel so sad time. for him because I know. every time I sin and like fall short or whatever, I get upset because I know that I'm hurting his heart. Yeah, because he loves you so much. I know, and, like, he doesn't want that life for you. Yeah. Like, he he knows best. He knows the best plan, and there's a reason why he says don't do it before marriage. Because he knows the best for your life. Yeah, his timing is perfect. His timing for you to have sex is on his plan Yeah, and his time. Like, he knows when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, like, Yes. And from His person, timing is best. Yeah, and from a person who waited, it honestly was so worth it. Yeah. Like, the night of the wedding, there was so much anticipation, and it was like, finally, and there's no guilt or shame mm-hmm. within anything, because you're doing what God has had planned. I know. Like, sometimes I wonder... It was I literally wonder, perfect. Sometimes I wonder how I'm going to feel after, like, because I have had sex before marriage, and I always feel guilty afterwards. Like, am I going to feel that way? Once I I'm married, because so, like you'll be with a new person. I know, but like, what if I still feel guilty? <laughs> <laughs> because I've been doing it bad. I did it wrong the first time, obviously. So I don't know. Like that's something to think about too. Like, I think it will help you to not me. feel guilty. God. Oh, being married. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> when sure you are so. married, <laughs> I bet it will. Yeah. I also, love the no guilt. Um. So like. <laughs> this is kind of weird, but okay. So when like you have sex out of marriage, sometimes people um will tell you like that their first time was really painful and horrible, which that was mine. Very painful, horrible. Cried. It was bad. Yeah. And like with people who are married, sometimes they're just like, no, it wasn't painful. Like it didn't hurt. And like that's crazy to me. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like sometimes. I think waiting, just, the point is to wait till marriage, because sometimes when you have sex before marriage, it hurts, it's not fun at all, and then, like, you talk to someone who waited till marriage, and their experience is completely different from someone who didn't didn't wait wait till marriage. Yeah, or... Because, like, you, like, you weren't supposed to do it before marriage. Or people are like, well, why wait, because then you won't know what to do when you are married. I'm like... But you learn together. The first time you ever do it, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you're either not going to know before you're married or you're not going to know during your marriage. Yeah. Like, 
you're supposed to learn together and that is what makes you comfortable yes. because you don't go into the marriage with one of you having sex knowing what to do like you more go into you go in the marriage not knowing anything to both get, of like, y'all at don't all. know each other like yeah both of y'all not don't know yeah and so then like y'all are yeah. so comfortable with each other yep because y'all are learning together and that's what's the beautiful thing about it yep Okay, so I think that that's all. And yeah. our next episode, um, <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about. Okay, next week we are talking about singles. And oh yeah, single life versus married, married life. life. Yeah, so you'll get the deets for me about being married, mm-hmm. um, my expectations I had versus what they are now, <laughs> and singles. Yeah. Piper. Uh (laughs) what that life's like basically how i use god to make my every decision yep (laughs) um also so we talked about last week a surprise episode and we are still gonna do that but we didn't our we weren't planning very well yeah our special guest we only comes in on weekends so Mm -hmm. We have to plan a weekend where we're not busy in last That's weekend very, we were busy. Yeah. And, no, last weekend we were sick. Oh. Both of us yes, were sick. Yes, we were sick and our voices would have sound trash like they do and right now. And we would have been winded by talking for two seconds. I keep getting out of breath. I know. <laughs> and, um, okay, also, I don't know, I think this would be a very good episode, like, um, living for the world versus living for God. Yeah. And, like, you lived basically your whole life living for God and I had a very big hand in living for the world yeah and so like the differences between living for god and living for the world i think that'd be a good and helpful episode yeah we could do that'd that. be a fun episode i think mm-hmm. okay anyways. we could do both singles and married and living i like, don't know. tie it in together we could no i feel like that'd be really because they're all okay they're completely different okay let's just do the we'll do singles versus married next week and then the um, week after is Oh, I almost said the yeah, word. Yeah, don't. Whoa. It's a surprise episode. <laughs> we have a whole bunch. We have, like, I think four weeks worth of episodes planned. Yes, So, y'all we'll have, you'll get the, ready. you'll get the uh, Living for the World versus Living for Jesus probably in a good month and a half or so. Yeah. If we decide to do that. But, um, anyways, I think that's all. Yeah. All right. Except- oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't forget to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, do not forget to like our podcast, share it with your friends, subscribe, give us a five-star rating because it really helps us and, like, boosts yes. the algorithm and stuff. And follow us on Instagram at bp.startsomewhere. Yep. And if you have a friend who's struggling with this type of stuff, definitely send it to them and, like, help them through it. Like, yeah, be you, They need someone to be like to hold them accountable like help them talk through the stuff that they're going through and you be like their source of accountability yeah for sure okay that's all all right (laughs) xoxo brooklyn and piper